everyone, and welcome to another edition of the V-Auto Podcast. I'm Lance Helgeson with V-Auto, and I'll be your host for today's episode. We're recording this episode in the first full week of 2024, so a very hearty Happy New Year to everyone. And this, of course, is the time when many of us in the car business are thinking about the new year, how it will take shape, and what's in store at the upcoming NADA 2024 convention next month in Las Vegas. And to help us get a better understanding on both fronts, we have two guests for today's episode, Jonathan Smoke, Chief Economist for Cox Automotive, and Derek Hansen, Vice President of Operations for V-Auto and Cox Automotive's Inventory Management Solutions Group. Gentlemen, Happy New Year to you both and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, Jonathan, let's start with you. I want to spend a moment to talk about the Cox 2024 forecast that's just been released. But before that, I sort of wonder, um, how does the start of 2024 compare to where you thought it might be a year ago today? Well, thankfully, it's starting with an economy that's still growing rather than the recession that was looking much more likely a year ago. Uh, Now, for the record, uh, I was officially 50-50 for the possibility of recession, and I never got to the point that said, oh, we're definitely going into the recession. But there there were certainly lots of people this time a year ago that felt like we were it is increasingly instead looking like we have achieved the so-called soft landing uh, for the U.S. economy. So that means there is less risk of a recession uh, this year, uh, but we're seeing the impact of what what got us here, uh, and that's especially focused on what the Fed has been doing with increasing interest rates and, and uh, tightening credit conditions. Um, and we see it manifest um, in slowing job growth and a slowing economy uh, that really sets the context uh, for 2024 for the economy overall and for most sectors, but especially for auto. Uh, more or less, our forecast for the economy is almost the same as our auto market, weak under 2% growth. Um, however, I think we we all would take that over a recession. <laughs> and and um, but then when you when you think about other aspects specifically related to the vehicle market, the um, there are some several really different uh, comparisons uh, for now versus what it was a year ago. The the auto market clearly on the plus side, the supply constraints on new are now gone. Well, that actually is both good and bad, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, in fact, the risk is probably that supply grows too much. Uh, a year ago, we could only hope for the end of the supply problem, and, and 2023 got us there much faster than many expected. Uh, on the demand side, I would also point out that the outlook is less positive than a year ago. Um, I basically think, though, our view is pretty, we, we were expecting us to land at this place because um, we, we effectively have exhausted the pent-up demand that drove the strong sales growth we had last year. Uh, but we are we're also looking at a market that has interest rates near 23 year highs and much tr- tighter credit conditions. And so it's harder to buy and consumers have less urgency to do so. 
And basically that, that paints a picture that, hey, we're looking at a year where dealers are going to have to work much harder um, at selling vehicles, even though we have more vehicles to sell. So the 2024 forecast kind of had a tagline of like a return to normalcy. And as you just uh, alluded to there, it sounds like supply of new vehicles is kind of back to where we were uh, maybe pre-pandemic. I'm wondering though, since our audience is, is largely, you know, dealers and used vehicle managers, what can we expect on the used vehicle side as 2024 unfolds? And certainly if there are uh, implications of what is happening in the new vehicle market, love to hear that too, but uh, I wanna make sure we cover the used part of the business. Yeah, well, the most important part I think in terms of normalization is seeing far more normal depreciation trends on used vehicles. Um, and behind that expectation is the fact that actually for months now, we've been seeing the most balanced market we've had in four years. And in next year, we think it's going to be similarly normal in terms of balance between buyers and sellers uh, that we've had in five years. And, and what, what do I mean by balance? I mean, not too much demand and not too much supply. The market um, that, you know, in normal times, the market is very predictable. We have times of the year when demand is stronger. We have times of the year when uh, more vehicles are flowing through the wholesale channels. And that creates uh, fairly predictable patterns in what we normally see with vehicle values. Um, so we're, we're seeing sales conversion rates, for example, at Mannheim that are very close to historical seasonal norms. And that speaks to the balance. We're also finally seeing seasonal patterns again, when for the last four years, we've had anything but normal seasonal activity. Um, and so, you know, the context for used is we are expecting sales growth, albeit it's going to be constrained because we're constrained on affordability on the demand side. And we're constrained by the lack of especially nearly new vehicles being available uh, on the on the supply side. But on the demand side, we're past the worst of it. We think the worst for the used retail market was last spring. And the reason why we're past the worst of it is we're starting to see improving affordability. And um, we also had a really lackluster tax refund season last year, literally in terms of what it produced in the vehicle market, but also in terms of tax refunds. They were down year over year. Uh, the average, fewer people got uh, tax refunds we're expecting a much more normal uh, pattern this tax refund season, and we're expecting tax refunds uh, to be up. So with affordability marginally improving, um, that basically means that we should be seeing a bit more uh, nor normal uh, patterns. Um, so the market only improves from here. Normal is also, if you take a step back, um, normal is expecting boring growth and minimal price changes. Mm -hmm. And normal is not fearing a recession at every term. And normal is not, um, you know, remarking about huge changes in used vehicle values. They should be very predictable in terms of depreciation. And on all of those fronts, I think 24 is going to be our most normal year in five years. So in the report also talked about, you know, with the, on the new vehicle side, with supplies being as high as they are, that, that profitability uh, 
we, we're starting to see some erosion of profitability on the new vehicle side. But given that normalcy, that predictability that you just spoke of, Jonathan, what are we? What should we be thinking about as potential margin risks on the used vehicle side? Yeah, yeah. Well, last year because we saw more predictability in in used values, and by the way, we, you know, I say it's predictability. You can look at our price depreciation uh, charts, and you can see that last year was the most normal looking year. But within the year, we still had some ups and downs. Yeah. But the the good news is even with some ups and downs and a, and above average depreciation, because it was more predictable, but also because dealers were very disciplined last year, dealers were able to keep margins stable. I mean, we do some calculations off of the dealer track DMS data, and we were seeing patterns in use gross margins last year that were pretty much on par with with norms that we had uh, before the pandemic. Uh, and that was in stark contrast to 2022, where margins were really much lower as dealers were uh, dealing with a market that was collapsing on the demand side, too much supply, and the highest amount of above average depreciation uh, that we've, we've ever seen. So as we go into 2024, we think those conditions will continue. It should be our most normal year for depreciation Dealers are very disciplined and we're not expecting that to change. Inventory is, is uh, lean. Um, yes, demand is challenged by affordability, but demand is there and will grow as prices come down and rates go up. And so it, it creates basically a picture that suggests that as long as dealers are focused on the market conditions, and by the way, very focused on the metrics that we provide uh, through V-Auto, then they should be able to navigate that. And in fact, their used department is going to be a really important part of their profitability again, as opposed to the very abnormal years we've had uh, over the last four years where the new vehicle market was was delivering you know, very unusual profits that frankly, we should never expect uh, to be repeated again because those conditions were abnormal and not at all likely to be uh, repeated. Understood. Well, that's a good uh, pivot point. Uh, Derek, given all of the things that, that Jonathan just outlined as it relates to used vehicles, what would you regard as perhaps some of the key operational priorities uh, for dealers in used vehicles in the months and year ahead? Yeah. Well, first off, Lance, thanks. Thanks again for having me. And uh, so many great insights in what Jonathan was just saying there. Um, you know, I, I am really excited for 2024, but much as he called out in that return to normalcy, there's a few things I think for our dealers really to be focused on to be successful. I mean, the first is that there there is growth, as he mentioned, uh, albeit nominal and albeit uh, more in the use side from an affordability perspective. But that translates to me for our dealers that there, there are uh, opportunities in the market and you should be out fighting for your fair share with used retail transactions. And to get that fair share, it means a return to discipline, right? So a return to strong pricing uh, practices, uh, a return to normal depreciation curves. So knowing which cars are turners, which cars are earners, uh, it, a return to merchandising and, and solid merchandising practices to make sure you're getting your vehicles in front of those eyeballs and, and selling your cars to continue 
to, to drive growth. And then the third piece is, is really being uh, efficient as far as your practices from uh, wholesale perspective, from uh, your merchandising practices, really being efficient in your used car retail operations to continue to drive profitability. To Jonathan's point, there won't be the margins of, of the previous two years. And so there has to be a focus on discipline and efficiency from our dealer base uh, to continue to drive growth. But the good news is the sales are there. It's, it's, it's flexing those muscles that dealers have potentially gotten a little lax on over the last couple of years. But, but this is a good environment um, and afford affordability will be key. But there is an opportunity for us to continue to drive retail, retail growth and transactions. Now, Derek, Jonathan mentioned that um, looking back over last year, that in fact dealers were, you know, somewhat disciplined. But I guess I'm wondering, as 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 I look ahead, and you think about the year ahead, where were the opportunities from last year that might create the opportunity where more discipline, more efficiency can be applied? And I guess I'm thinking specifically about stages of the used vehicle life cycle management and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a few thoughts I think that come forward, Lance. Um, you know, I think dealers were disciplined as they saw the, the large depreciation curves coming into 2023. So they, they were reticent and they were disciplined in what they're acquiring. But continuing to, um, from a pricing perspective, know which cars, we call it variable management, know which cars are really going to drive your, your used gross and which cars you need to be turning more quickly in, in velocity. And um and so being focused, even with normal depreciation curves and not letting your inventory get uh, out of sync or out of whack is going to be critical in, in 2024. That with new car supply backing up, you know, that's a double edged sword, right? That's great that you have new car supply. It's great that there's more trades coming in as a source of inventory for used. Uh, but that also presents challenges if you're not merchandising appropriately, if you're not keeping that moving forward, that creates real costs uh, in, in your operating model. And and so we want to make sure we uh, give dealers the tools, particularly, again, on the merchandising side. I think we've seen consumer expectations evolve over the last three to four years in, in being able to shop in a more digital fashion and more e-commerce world. And if you are not up to speed with the merchandising best practices of an e-commerce world, then you're losing sales in this environment and you're not as competitive and you're not going to see the growth even though the retail transactions are out there in today's market. And so to me, that's one area where, where as a dealer, you know, heading to NADA, really be focused on my merchandising practices and how am I going to be competitive, both new and used, and making sure I'm getting the cars in front of the right buyers so that I can continue to drive gross where there are opportunities and that I'm being efficient and turning those cars where they're not and, and having a good, strong wholesale practice and wholesale discipline so that I don't let my lot get out of whack. I don't let my balance sheet get out of whack. And I continue to operate effectively and drive profitable growth. What do you mean by wholesale discipline, Derek? And, and I'm curious, how is Cox Automotive or V Auto helping dealers on that front? Yeah, no, Lance, it's, a it's an area we've been focused on uh, over the last few years. And it's driving uh, the decision at, the, at, at your exit plan to the point of acquisition. So when you acquire that vehicle, having a solid exit plan and then executing that plan with, with urgency and efficiency. And so from a wholesale perspective, we've pulled that all the way forward to the point of appraisal, to the point of acquisition. And knowing if that car is a wholesale unit, 
that you're getting it inspected in front of the most eyeballs and sold as quickly as possible, uh, utilizing those wholesale best practices. And we have a great tool that is gaining traction that will continue to roll out at NADA in new markets. We're excited. Texas actually will be opening up to upside uh, at NADA 2024. So we'll certainly be able to talk to a, a lot more of our dealer base as as we can put tools that allow them to pull that decisioning forward to have the exit known at the point of acquisition to create a, a very strong, disciplined, profitable exit on the wholesale side. Let me connect a couple dots here. So Jonathan mentioned that one of the challenges potentially for dealers on the used side is lean inventory. Right. Um, and what we, and I guess I'm curious, what, what would we, what are we thinking, recommending, offering for dealers to help them get the right cars from that, say, diminished pool, maybe? That yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, we, we know that there were 7 million less new cars manufactured, right, over the last few years with the, with the impacts uh, from COVID. And so, therefore, that prime late model used inventory is not as plentiful as we would expect historically. Right. And therefore, from from a dealer perspective, you have to uh, be more more creative and and look to more sources to get the inventory to continue to fuel your used car retail transactions. And and we're excited as as we've been working on solutions to continue to support our dealers in V Auto. We're really excited for our new functionality we're launching at NADA uh, that that allows our dealers to look across channels in in a global fashion, a global search to pull in uh, the inventory from private party transactions, from my service drive, from Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, from the auctions that I may shop across that allows us to analyze that inventory across all channels in one consistent manner to have a more consistent appraisal process to be more disciplined as I'm shopping across those channels, but diversifying so I get that prime inventory because there's not as much of it available, right? And, and, and therefore, it's going to be critical for dealers to flex that muscle on the acquisition side and stay focused on the right inventory. Historically, trades and filling in with the auction was, was enough and sufficient for dealers to keep that used car supply rolling. That's just not the case with where used car supply is given the market conditions we've seen. And so Global Search is a great tool that will continue to aid our dealers and allow them to be more efficient in getting that right used car inventory. Very good. Now, both of you are going to be presenting at NADA. Um, and Jonathan, I know your workshop um, will talk about 2024, some of the stuff that I'm sure we've covered here in today's conversation. But I, in looking at the description for that, there was a specific item I wanted to, to uh, touch on here, and that is the opportunity for dealers in their service departments. Can you elaborate on what that looks like? Yeah, uh, well, fixed operations uh, for dealers continues to show strong performance. Uh, it has been uh, one of the strongest parts of, of, of their financial performance uh, over the last couple of years. And going into 24, dealers are far more optimistic about those conditions continuing. And we believe they're right. Uh, vehicles are more complex, uh, leading more consumers to return to the dealer for work. Parts are more expensive. Labor is far more expensive and labor is constrained. And those three things all lead to very strong pricing power. And the dynamics on that front 
are not likely to change in the way that we're seeing like new vehicle margins uh, being challenged. The main challenge though for fixed operations is the number of vehicles less than five years old. That decline in production that Derek mentioned of 7 million vehicles means that if dealers are just expecting their territories to deliver the same amount of service visits off of a much smaller base, it's not gonna happen. So dealers need to increase the penetration of older vehicles in their territories. We're seeing in the X time data that the average age of a vehicle being serviced has increased a full year. And it probably needs to be more than that if you're really gonna maximize the opportunity. We think it's possible because consumers are holding on to their vehicles longer and vehicles are of high quality and, and um, can be held longer, but it will require work to get those appointments up. Um, but once the cars come in, I'm confident that the pricing power will deliver strong revenues and profitability in, in service and parts. I, I certainly saw the pricing power when I took my 2014 Subaru in for brakes uh, a couple weeks ago, where I was like, really? Okay. Uh, happy with the job, of course, but it was like, okay, this is definitely what I've been reading about here, uh, hitting home. Uh, and Derek, you have a session uh, at NADA that's going to address how inventory management on the used vehicle side has changed for dealers. Um, what's an example of what you plan to talk about there? Yeah, thanks, Lance. Really excited for NADA. And I'll build on Jonathan's comment about the service drive. Um, you know, in the in reference to acquisition as well, you know, one of the things that we're talking about in looking across more diverse channels is the service drive is a primary source. You have a customer there, you have full view and, and an ability to appraise, inspect and know what that vehicle is really providing a, a premier experience to your consumers that are there and using that as a point of acquisition to fuel your used car retailing is, is one of those best practices. And dealers that aren't doing that are missing out on some of that prime inventory that they could be getting at great market, uh, below market rates. The other one that I would say as a best practice that we'll get into is, is this concept of variable management not just managing your used car uh, retailing by uh, you know days or a time or um, thinking about all of your cars in the same manner, but actually knowing which cars are the earners that you're looking for incremental growth on because you know you have a, a hot unit, an in-demand unit that will drive the growth as it sells versus those cars, which we know based on the supply and based on the demand in the market, you need to be turning and turning quickly being able to differentiate and price accordingly is going to be critical to driving profit in 2024. And that's one of the practices we'll talk about uh, at, at NADA and certainly have functionality within Viato to support our dealers. But it's shaping up to be a great year. It's going to be a great show. I'm really excited for those who can join us in Vegas. And, and thank you for having us on today to talk a little bit more about, uh, about what we're seeing out there as we head to Vegas. For sure. And it's my pleasure to have both of you here, Jonathan and Derek. Thank you both for joining the podcast. Absolutely. You're welcome. Look forward to seeing you all in Vegas. Indeed. And for all of you listening in, thank you for joining the podcast. Happy New Year. We hope to see you at NADA. And until next time, stay well.